Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. People were making pilgrimages. It was, uh, well, they still do, I should say. But there's something unique about Calgary and the Century Box. I think it's very uncommon for a city of this size to have uh, a gaming store like this. Um, something that's so big, so well-stocked, so well-established. All right, so from the trailer for a new film called Friendly Local Game Store that is going to make its world premiere next Thursday. April 28th, as part of the Calgary Underground Film Festival. That festival is now underway. Much more at calgaryundergroundfilm.org. Friendly local game store, as uh, you heard there, tells the story of a pretty unique store that's marking its 40th anniversary in Calgary. It's called the Century Box. It's going to become the world's largest game store. So there's an interesting history there, an interesting connection uh, to its clientele and the gaming community uh, that obviously made for a fascinating story. So as mentioned, you can see the uh, world premiere next Thursday, 6.30 at Globe Cinema. It'll be streaming on demand starting the following day next Friday. So joining us on the line this afternoon, very pleased to welcome the program, Gary Snow. He is director and producer of Friendly Local Game Store. Gary, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me. And we also have with us Gordon Johansson, who is the owner of the Century Box. And we'll let people know that following the screening next Thursday, both Gary and Gordon will be on hand for an in-person Q&A. So, Gordon, let me start with you. Uh, mm-hmm. For people in Calgary not familiar with the Century Box, how do you describe it to people? What is the Century Box? Basically, we're a store that sells all sorts of specialty games, everything from European-style board games to role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons, um, the miniatures, historical war games. and we, I mean, we even have a science fiction book section just because I like science fiction books. Um, we have a huge selection. Uh, some people have kind of classed us as a museum store because we carry out-of-print things way back. Um, I mean, even for... 40 years, I've got a couple of games in the store that started with me. Yeah. <laughs> they're not good games, but they're kind of sentimental at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because, you know, and I remember as a kid, you know, when and Dungeon Dragons was a big thing, and there was, you know, there were gaming communities, right, people who, who really got into this. But what was the big thing 40 years ago? What, what prompted you to start this store? Uh, mostly it was because I wanted cheap games for myself, <laughs> uh, to be honest. Um, an opportunity came up, and I'd always kind of wanted to uh, retire and own a game store. I think I had a 15-year goal, so I was going to do it about 35, and I think I did it at uh, uh, 23. Uh, I'd have to count back. Um, so it just kind of happened, and it was an opportunity. I took it. I got lucky, and we've you know moved from the 450 square feet we started with. Uh, 
up through three other locations to the the current nineteen thousand square feet. And yeah, and there's a lot there's a lot in that nineteen thousand square feet. So Gary, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, you're a Calgarian yourself. Obviously, you you know some of the history here of this store. Uh, you know what a unique store it is. You know the longtime customers. There, there's there's so much here. I think in terms of that storytelling aspect. What got you interested in in this project? Well, actually, I'm not from Calgary, and I only moved here in 2013. And oh, I just okay. happened to be on a walk, and I grew up uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, myself. And uh, when I saw the dragon on the outside of the building, <laughs> yeah. I went, "Boy, I better investigate this." And so I went inside. And I was just blown away that a store like this could even exist anywhere in the world, never mind in Calgary in my backyard. And uh, so I, my jaw just dropped. I took uh, photos from the top deck, as many people do, and uh, that started my kind of journey on it. And uh, then when I saw that what a special place it was and I had some time to devote to it, I approached Gord out of the blue to just say, hey, I think your store would make a great documentary. Yeah, Gord, what was your reaction to that? Well, a little bit of surprise, to be honest, because, yeah. you know, you just don't think of it as a big deal, particularly when you've been doing it that long. Um, but I always like to encourage people who do this sort of stuff, whether it be, you know, university projects or whatever. I mean, Gary's was obviously different, and, um, and he might have been blown away by the store, but I was blown away by the quality of this production. <laughs> Well, and yeah, I mean, obviously, Gary. I mean, you know, you know, to walk in the store and just just see it all. I mean, it's it's a lot to take in, and and so it's it's a great backdrop for for something. But there's a lot more to it. The history here, the community here, and and I mean, Gary, you're active uh, yourself as a gamer in the gaming community. What did you see in terms of that side of the story? Just you know, the connections that that this community builds. Yeah, I mean, the store is like a special place for many, many people that have been there now over 40 years, 42 years, I think, to be exact. And mm-hmm. people come there to create community and and join in activities that are available to everybody uh, from diverse backgrounds, from, uh, you know, different ethnicities, whatever the case might be. The game world can bring them together for one common time of, you know, playing, being together and having fun. And you saw it time and time again as I interviewed people that that was the underlying theme is that around the Sentry Box, people have come together to create a community. And you don't get that very often. Yeah, and, and let me, I'll put it to you, Gary, and then Gordon, you can weigh in as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the same kind of gaming that, you know, has been there the whole time the store has been there. And you know, we're in a digital world and, you know, gaming, the gaming community that that can that can mean a lot of different things but you know to you gary first of all what do you think it is about you know these kinds of games in this this almost old-fashioned way of playing these games that that keeps drawing people in it's very much a social activity you know in today's world where everybody's on their phones all the time or on their computers all the time and i mean people do manage to play online now but i think the magic of being together with somebody and joining in activity and seeing their reactions is unique and and i think it's a special environment for people to be in and so i think it's never in-person playing will never be replaced by digital because there's something magic about being together and what do you think gordon um gary's dead on uh with this i mean people are so tired of doing the computer stuff but also there's a lot of people for example um probably like gary who grew up playing something like D D or whatever and they've at university, so they'd then spread out across the country. 
a lot of people still kind of get their group, but there might be this one guy somewhere else. You know, nowadays, you might Skype in or however. I mean, we played D&D. My daughter was down in the, the Caribbean two weeks ago uh, working down there, and she's on her phone on the beach, and we're all hating her, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it was really gorgeous weather. But uh, that kind of stuff was happening, so you still get that connection um, and for me, I grew up, you know, going to visit my grandparents. There was nothing to do as a kid. My daughters uh, and friends, you know, they're over at my place. We have something to do. We can play all sorts of games. We do things together. Uh, so it's really cool from that point of view as well. Yeah, and I, I wonder too. I mean, it, what's been the impact, Gordon, of the last couple of years, and and you know, navigating the pandemic? What it's meant for your business? What it's meant for the gaming community? Um, we got lucky in a way because right before the pandemic, um, we had our 40th anniversary, like on January 1st, and, uh, then it hit two months later. We have a lot of really, really loyal customers. Um, and yeah, it's like I said, we, we were hit hard with two months of closing. Obviously we managed to keep everybody working who wanted to be. Uh, and I discovered, I really appreciate my customers who will go get the games themselves and bring them to the counter because it was a lot of work. It was probably a third of the sales, four times as much work for each sale as you were doing all this and doing, you know, curbside or whatever. But as soon as things uh, opened up again, they were back and they were desperate. We were also lucky because unlike a lot of stores, we have so much inventory. We could keep feeding Mm -hmm. uh, the demand for at least, you know, that two months. Yeah, what was your sense, Gary, both in terms of what you saw happening at, at uh, the Century Box, but just also what you noticed elsewhere in the gaming community? Yeah, I think uh, there was definitely a push to go digital uh, from a lot of different areas in the gaming world. And, you know, in my little neck of the woods, like tabletop role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons, people did adapt and they started using virtual tabletops, as they're called. And uh, you you did see that growth, but now I really sense there's that desire to get back to normal. Oh yeah, to get back to the table and get back to being around friends. And uh, you know, fingers crossed. I think we're heading there. And getting to a place where you know people can easily travel, and that's such an interesting part of the story, as as alluded to in the trailer, the pilgrimages. Like this, this is this is known in the gaming community. Not that Calgary's necessarily unique in having more people who who play these kinds of games, but it's just unique in having this kind of store. What about that side of the story, Gary? Just you know, the the reputation that this that this store has, well outside of Calgary's border. Yeah, I mean, just even producing this documentary, I've had people come out of the woodwork that have said like, "Oh, it's on my bucket list of places to go." And uh, I even had, uh, you know, in the digital world, you meet people online, you know, just acquaintances through your own world. And I had one gentleman uh, who recently was here, uh, you know, in conjunction with his wife's trip to the U of C. But he had high on his list. As soon as I have time, I'm going to the Sentry Box. And, uh, you know, he is from England. And the reputation of the Sentry Box has gone well beyond just Calgary. And Gordon, I mean, you know, 40 years now you've been doing this. Uh, what, what do you see as, as your own future here and the, the future of the store? Well, I just turned 65 at Christmas, so you'd think I'd be retiring, <laughs> but I'm, as I tell people, I'm not allowed to because <laughs> right. customers would be jumping off bridges if we closed. Uh, and the reality is, you know, we figured 25, 27 years ago when we moved in that this, you know, gaming would not be a big deal by then. 
the building is the retirement fund. We'll sell it and, you know, do that. But I can't, I can't do that. We have so many loyal customers over the years that, uh, um, I did, we've decided that we'll just keep on going. I mean, I'm healthy. So I figure eight more years would for sure would be, uh, 50 years in business. And I think that's a pretty cool goal. Well, the store, I mean, people want to check out the store. It's uh, in Sonalta at 18th Street and 10th Ave Southwest. The film, uh, as mentioned, it's debuted this, uh, well, next week on Thursday, April 28th, 630. It's called Friendly Local Game Store. More details at calgaryundergroundfilm.org. And as mentioned, uh, the two of you are going to be on hand uh, afterward for a Q&A. So be a pretty cool night. Congratulations to you both. And Thank uh, thanks, guys, for joining us here. Thanks a lot, Ron. Have Thank a good you. day. All the best, Thank guys. Thank you very much. All right, there you go. That's uh, Gary Snow. He's uh, director, producer of the documentary-friendly local game store. And Gordon Johansson, guy makes it all happen. Uh, owner of the Century Box. And again, that's S-E-N-T-R-Y. Century. Because I think it well, kind of sounds like century when you're doing the radio thing. But it's the Century Box. And, you know, those who know it know it. <laughs> Uh, it's been there a very long time, but if you've never seen it, I mean, it's it's quite something. So they're down there in Sonalta, as mentioned, at 10th Ave and uh, 18th Street Southwest. So the film will debut next Thursday. Afterward, you can stream on demand starting on Friday. And again, more details at Calgary Underground Film. The Calgary Underground Film Festival uh, runs April 21st, so yesterday right through until May 1st. All right, much more to get to here this afternoon. My name is Rob Breckenridge. We're back with more right after this. Sue DL for the Foothills Hospital Home Lottery. I am down here at the beautiful $2.7 million show home in Southeast Mahogany. Spectacular. Hey, it's open today for you. 214 Marine Drive Southeast if you want to check it out. Custom built by Calbridge Homes. 5,600 square feet. It is spectacular. This home plus a 2022 Porsche Cayenne plus 225000 in cash. That is the $3 million grand prize this time in the Foothills Hospital Home Lottery. But what I really want to talk to you about is tonight's deadline. The early bird prize deadline is midnight tonight. You can't win this gorgeous condo package out in Canmore if you don't get your ticket by midnight tonight. Okay, so here it is. $1.1 million early bird prize package. Beautiful condo in Canmore. It's two bedrooms, two story. Comes to you fully furnished and decorated. Turn the key, walk in, sit down. You are good to go. Plus a 2022 Range Rover Sport and 25 grand in cash. Must have your ticket by midnight tonight to get in on that one. FoothillsHospitalHomeLottery.com. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.